Hi everyone, thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Kat Shear and this is a special presentation from Clydesdale Media. Before we get started, as always, I'd like to remind everyone about our sponsors. RX Smart Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for us all. Use the code Clydesdale15 for 15% off your order at rxsmartgear.com. Mobility Movement is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a seven-day trial, and after that, our followers will get their first month free when they use the code ClydesdaleFreeMonth at mobilitymovement.com. And finally, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. So today on the program, we have on Meet the Atlas, we're chatting with Atlas Games semifinalist Hattie Canyo. Canyo? Canyo, yeah. Canyo, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you very much. It's nice to meet you as well. So as we look at your CrossFit Games um, profile, we can see that you're 30 years old and you placed 36th in North America in the quarterfinals. And if I look on paper, this is the first time you've participated in the quarterfinals. Is this the first time you've qualified? No, so last year I qualified as well. Um, okay. But I was not happy with where I was at. So um, yeah, COVID kind of just put a damper on my training. I was able to train in a garage for a while and stayed okay fit. But then I kind of just like let go of everything and and didn't really train for a while. And then my boyfriend and I moved to Bali for 10 months. And oh, there is where I know, I know it was so hard. <laughs> <Poor thing. laughs> um, and then I started just really taking things seriously. Like it's just an amazing place there. And I was able to just like find fitness, like love fitness again. And I was able to just work hard. And by the time I got to quarterfinals, I just, I wasn't really happy with where I was at still. And so I decided to just take a step back and do it for fun and not, not um yeah do it i guess not sign up for, for it so yeah yeah <laughs> awesome um what made you make that move was it the whole pandemic getting out of where you were and being able to have a little more freedom pretty much yeah so um my boyfriend and i did a like an around the world trip the year prior like right before covid and on our way home is when covid was kind of just starting to happen um and we we kind of went on this trip to find somewhere that we wanted to go and live for a little bit just try it out and we went to like Panama Madagascar and then Bali was the end and yeah Bali we just fell in love so we were like hey we're going there and we weren't actually sure we were gonna be able to make it and then we kind of just found a window and and headed out so awesome is that when you started doing your vlogs your travel vlogs on YouTube? Uh, yeah, the when we did our um, our year, our around the world trip, my mm -hmm. boyfriend started getting into it and was like, I think this is what we should do is do like vlogs. So we started a thing called Fit Kids Travel. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was super fun doing, but it was just, it was a lot of work and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't his passion by the end of it. So okay. then we kind of just started doing it for fun, but yeah. Did he produce all those videos? Did he film and produce those? Yeah, he did. And I'm like, you're amazing really at good. it. Yeah. He's so critical on himself. He's like, no, they're, they're not even good at all. And I'm like, are you kidding me? For your first couple of videos, they're pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're really good. I enjoyed watching some of them as I was doing my research. Thanks. <laughs> nice. um, so let's talk a little bit about your athletic background and how you got into CrossFit. Yeah. Um, 
So I've been playing sports for my whole life, just any sport under the sun I, I wanted to play growing up. Um, right out of high school, I was going to play rugby for the university here and I decided I didn't know what I wanted to do in school. So I, I didn't take that scholarship and I kind of, my allowed to swear on here, I kind of became a shithead. <laughs> I kind of became a shithead after high school and didn't, I was going down like just a deep, dark hole. And um, eventually my brother found me fitness and I fell in love and I was just kind of doing like the Globo gym for a while. Um, okay. And then I decided I wanted to make it a career. So I went to school for my exercise science. Um, and then from there, one of my professors had been doing CrossFit for a while. And he was like, you have to do CrossFit. You have the body type, you have the athletic like background, you have to do it. And I was like, nope, people will get hurt in CrossFit. I'm never doing it in my life. So three years into it, he's tried, he tried. And then finally I was like, fine, I'll try it. And of course I just fell in love with it. And instantly I wanted to get my L1, start coaching. Um, I started doing two days like right away. Cause I just, I was like, I need to compete in this. I was done with my college um, athletic career. So mm -hmm. I just needed that outlet and yeah, haven't looked back since. So um, did you get into the uh, functional fitnessing federation? How did that come about? Yeah. So, uh, that same professor, he was the, he was the president, I think at the time. And, okay. um, so that's kind of just how I knew about it. And then, yeah, I, I uh, went to the fight of the fittest and I ended up getting fourth. And then I got to go as an individual because the girl who got, I think she got like first or second, she was actually um, American. So she got to go as an American and then I got to go as an individual for that third place spot. Okay. Um, there's been a lot of criticism lately with CrossFit in terms of standards and rule books and things like that. And sort of people that want to standardize it have been looking at functional fitness as sort of the model for it. Do you find, do you see as an athlete sort of a big difference between what happens in the functional fitness federation versus what happens in CrossFit in terms of it being buttoned up or not? Um, and, and are you just looking at as a whole or more like the online kind of stuff? Cause I find like the online is super hard, um, no matter where, no matter what, like with the, with the functional federation, it was cool that we were able to just go and compete in person. Um, mm -hmm. and then it kind of switched because of COVID you had to do it online. So like, I think in anything, the, the in-person is way better because um, I'm not saying people mean to cheat, but like sometimes it's just, it, they let it slide and it's just not really, I guess it's just not really fair, you know, like even with Wadapalooza, I, I wasn't supposed to go to Wadapalooza and I ended up just kind of sliding in. So I mm -hmm. got like a backfill of 67th and I ended up getting second, you know, because the in-person stuff is like, where I thrive and it's that that online stuff is like I take pride in in moving well and like never like if I get no reps and I'm I even no rep myself like sometimes judges will be like they'll kind of let maybe one slide or something and I'll be like no like even in the even in the open I that stupid deadlift one I like no repped myself and my judge didn't know rep me. So I was like, ah, no, got to go back, do the burpee over here. <laughs> it's just like, it's just something that I, you know, I have to do. And 
I even told myself it's okay, just maybe let a couple slide here and there, but I just, I can't in the end. So I think that, I think the way that they had it before where, where you could go in person to qualify was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, But then of course, because of COVID, they had to switch it. So I think just, it doesn't matter if it's CrossFit or the functional federation, there's always going to be those stipulations and those, those um, controversies and stuff. Like I just, yeah, it doesn't matter what federation it is. It's going to be pretty tough, especially when you have to be online. So. Right. Um, What did you do after school in terms of work? Did you just Uh, start coaching, become a full-time athlete? After college? Yeah. Yeah, so I started coaching. um, And I think at the time, oh, and I was a firefighter too. Uh, I was a wildland firefighter. So during the summers, I would go um, up north in Alberta and firefight. So that was pretty awesome, but the training is limited. And yeah, like I was firefighting when I had to go to worlds as well. And yeah, I'm just up in the boonies, but people were saying, Hey, this is perfect. This is like exactly how CrossFit was founded, like in the boonies, chucking trees and stuff. Like I had to actually like put a board across two trees, nail it, screw it as much as possible, hang my rings over it. And yeah, I took my barbell wherever I could. We had a a truck that I just shoved my barbell and weights in there and we'd be out in the middle of nowhere and I'd pull out my stuff and we would do crew workouts and stuff. So, um, yeah, I had that job during the summer and then I'd come back and coach and, uh, I, I worked at a a restaurant for a while too, serving and bartending. Do you have a, do you have an online coaching business now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so I started that in co or during COVID when we kind of lo- lost our jobs um, in the gyms and stuff. So mm-hmm. I just thought, hey, let's try the entrepreneur route. And um, like it's it's super tough. And even now, because now that I've kind of shifted to like full time athlete, I'm not really pushing my business right now. But obviously, I'll take on clients. I'm just not really like advertising it a ton right now because I've just Mm -hmm. been focusing on being an athlete but um it's super tough but it's super rewarding and I love helping people so um people ask me like what I like better the the in-person and the online like obviously they both have their pros and cons but I do love online just because I love like analyzing people's videos and stuff so I've kind of niched down to gymnastics um and I just love analyzing people's videos And then from there, I can actually just send them personalized videos and tell them like what they can do better, what they're doing wrong or, or what they're doing great. And I just, I love that aspect of it. So, um, yeah, it's just something that I'm trying to kind of work around, find boundaries and stuff. Cause I started out off with this job with no boundaries. I was just like, yeah, give me all the videos. And then finally I'm like, holy shit, I am burning out. So yeah. Well, you do have a pretty extensive library on YouTube of that too. Those sort of like help tips and tricks for, for different things. So um, I saw that the morning chalk up featured you as with the PR of 21 unbroken bar muscle ups recently. Was that recent or? Yeah, that was when I was in Bali. So maybe like six or seven months ago, I feel like it'd be more though. Cause I did another workout recently. um, That was like, uh, 
go on a run, like 400 meter run or something, come back in and do an unbroken set of bar muscle ups minus two in the tank. And my first set was 18. And then I left, did another one. Second set was like 15. I'm like, okay, I really want to do another unbroken set. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to let us know how that goes. How are you feeling about um, the legless event that's coming up? Um, I'm feeling okay about it. I, in practice, it didn't go as well as I had hoped, but, um, I've just been working with my coach and we've just been doing different things, um, to help with that. And I'm getting more and more confident with it. Um, I think just during practice, I was with another girl who's a really good athlete as well. And I think I just went out way too hot. So Mm. I think the biggest thing with that is just staying in your own lane, like putting on your blinders and just going out with a plan and sticking to it. Sticking to it. Have you had a chance to watch the other semifinals over the past two weeks? Um, yeah, I've watched a little bit. I haven't watched the last the last ones that were going on the syndicate. Um, but I watched Tori and Pro. Um, and yeah, any, um, Pretty... any helpful any helpful tidbits you could sort of carry along with you from from watching those. Um... Honestly, not really, because the times were so fast and it's compared to what I got in practice. I just told myself, really, you got to stay in your own lane and you got to, you know, run a little bit slower than what you think. Like during the practice, the running felt great. But then by the time, you know, I got to round eight, nine and ten, it was just like, yeah, you had gone out way too fast. So Mm -hmm. it was it's just wherever I end up, that's as the best I can do. So yeah. Talk to us a little bit about your coach and how you guys got together. So I met him in Bali. Um, one of the coaches at uh, Wonderlust in Bali, he, it's his coach. So for a couple of weeks, we were just, he was telling me, yeah, you should, you should uh, work with Matt. You should work with Matt. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do at the time, but finally I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give him a try. And he is just so knowledgeable and Um, It's tough to have like a super, super close um, uh, relationship when you're like across the world. But at the same time, like we're able to talk as much as we can and we get on Zoom calls as much as we can. And yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. He's from the UK, but he he's been living in Bali for a long time now. So it's not Matt. It's not Matt Healy, is it? No, his name's Matt Bolts. Matt Bolts. Okay, And he does your programming, presumably as well, then. Yeah. He does programming and then all my nutrition stuff too. So him and his uh, partner have a macro business in Bali and they send out, they do meal prep and everything. So awesome. It's pretty amazing. Did you come back just because of this season or like would, had this season not occurred, would you have stayed out there? Um, maybe if Wadapalooza, yeah, didn't, didn't happen, then we might've stayed out there. Cause we had already extended it. We were only going to stay there for six months and we ended up extending it for, uh, four more. So, um, it was mainly just kind of Christmas time, go see family. And then obviously Wadapalooza. So plans to go back. Yeah. We already have flights booked and everything. We're going in September. Oh, awesome. Very cool. I love it. Yeah. Um, what do you do for fun? Uh, go camping. I just kind of took like a little deload five weeks to go see. So it's funny, my boyfriend and I just switched roles where now he is firefighting. This is his first year. And um, yeah, so he had some days off. So I went up to the mountains and um, went camping with him. So I love camping the outdoors. Um, 
playing sports. I love sports. Um, and then just being creative. It's kind of hard right now, but I started a, a tiny little side business of making jewelry with wood and stuff and, and crystals and stuff like that. So I love it just because I can just shut off my brain and just be creative. I've been an aunt since I was four years old. So I've always just like done crafts and like playing oh, around with the kids and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, how far away are you from the competition in terms of um, transportation, getting there, the trip? So, yeah, I'm going to have to drive two hours north to the to Calgary and then uh, I'll fly out from there, which is, I think, like a four or five hour flight, maybe okay. six, actually. I can't remember. Who are you, who are you bringing with you? Um, I'm bringing my friend Amanda, friend slash coach. Um, okay. She's another coach. She's been helping me with my nutrition and some other training stuff. So um, she works at the gym that I work at. So um, yeah, my boyfriend can't make it. So she's like, I'll come to Montreal. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. So she's your plus one for the weekend. She gets to yeah. make sure you're fed and clothed and getting your rest yeah. and all that good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Hattie, what would you say is your ultimate goal for the weekend? Seeing as this is your, you know, first big major in-person competition that, that really counts in terms of getting to the CrossFit Games. Yeah, so just staying calm, cool, and collected and just, you know, not getting angry if I get no repped and just kind of like try to stay. Well, biggest thing I think is just to stay in my own lane because I, you know, I I have had that thing where you're just constantly focused on other people than myself and lately I've been really working on my mindset and so I've just I just really need to focus on where I am and sometimes you think you're so fit and then all of a sudden there's like fitter people than you and that's okay you know like you can only put in as much as you can so just staying in my own lane and having a plan and sticking to it right sticking to what you can control yeah like other people's, other people's fitness is not in your control, unfortunately. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Would be> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what would you like people, this is my last question. What would you like people to be saying about you after watching you compete this weekend, next weekend? Ooh. Um, this is assuming that we care what people think, because as yeah. I write this question and ask it, I think to myself, well, who cares what other people think? But you know what I'm saying. Like, what kind yeah, of vibe sure. do you want to be giving off? just just a positive happy person that works hard because I do take pride in my hard work and I I love to work hard so um I think just you know she put in as much as she could and you know the results don't matter in the end as long as I had fun and and you know wasn't a a bitch at the same time because I've been to a lot of competitions where you're like, oh, resting bitch face over there where I'm just trying to be happy. Hi, my name's Hattie over here. I get it. I get it that people gotta gotta sure. be in their competition vibes, but that's just me. Can, I'm just you can, you can still be sweet. Yeah, I like that. Want to be friends? Like <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's assume that. Well, Lorna, we're not going to assume if for some reason you don't qualify to the games. Is this something that you plan to pursue in the future? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'm going to keep going for it. So awesome. yeah, I always well, look up to Emily Rolf because I'm always like, I'm 30. That's old. And then I'm like, wait a minute. She made the games when she's 30. I like, yeah, 
props to her, man. So yeah, it's never too late. And there's, there's a lot of really fit women that are over 30. So yeah, it's not like, it's not like you're over the hill by any stretch. That's awesome. All right. Well, it's been great to get to know you. We wish you the best of luck. Um, I wish we had someone from Clydesdale Media going to that event, but we're sort of stuck here in the U.S., so we won't be able to, but we'll be cheering you on from afar. Thank you so much. Yep. Have a good trip. Talk to you soon. And keep in touch. Bye. Okay.